All right, kids. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Refueler fans. I know you guys have been waiting patiently. Like we, uh, like we told you from the beginning, every Monday. Every Monday. We, uh, we uh, meet to discuss the happenings in the <sighs> mid-Atlantic fishing world. Yep. Um, so up here, we are bracing ourselves for uh, highs in the teens here, I think, tomorrow. Ugh. Here in Pennsylvania. And After uh, the snow already came. Right. And melted. Yeah. The seven inches that we already had. That was crazy. Yeah. That was a shit show. Oh, man. I was shoveling leaves and snow at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how. And then the next day, it didn't even look like it snowed in my front yard because right. the leaves fell over the snow. Right. And I'm like, is it still there? Did it melt? I like, think every on? major highway in central Pennsylvania was shut down. Oh, it was, it it was, was a, a wreck. Mess. A mess. Yeah. But uh, luckily... We uh, we winterized the boat uh, in late October, so it's done for the year for us. Uh, and luckily, it has the Evinrude G2 motor on there, which is it's, it really is amazing. So couldn't be easier. All you do is put the muffs on, have it running, make sure you got water coming from from the top side spitting out, and uh, hit hit the button on the uh, the digital gauge to winterize. And literally, it took like. A minute, minute and wow. fifteen seconds. That's insane. It did its thing, shut it off, and the whole motor is—it's run out of fuel. It fogs the, the cylinders with oil, what? So it takes care of getting heavy oil into the cylinders. Oh man! And it's done. Wow! So there you go. Like the, you know, an investment into a, a repower. The motors all cost about the same. You know, yeah. you give it a grand or so, but. Push of a button to, to winterize. It just saved me three, four hundred dollars. Wow! You know, to have if you if you pay somebody to go there, you know, to the marina and do it, you're gonna pay up because now you have to hire a oh, mobile yeah. mechanic. Oh yeah, those rates are always higher. Or throw it on a trailer, get it to a show. Like it's just, and then that's just a hassle. It's oh a hassle. gosh, this is a pain in the butt. So yeah. for for the ease of that, my gosh, that's. That's crazy cool. Ah, uh, that is awesome. So, yeah. you know, I, That's super I, neat. I give it props to everybody to figure that out. And, um, you know, it's, and it's 500 hours, five years, basically no maintenance. It doesn't need to see the mechanic. Yeah. So, honestly, the only thing I'm probably going to do in the spring is put new plugs in it. Just because knowing it's a two-stroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all have been there with two-strokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, even the old snowmobile days. Gosh. <laughs> Fallon plugs I running home on one. more plugs <laughs> in, in my uh, tool kit in yeah, the, I than anything else. I remember. Gosh. <laughs> there is nothing worse than, than two strokes and Fallon plugs. Oh, man. That is the worst. <sighs> so, that's probably the only thing I'll do in the spring is, uh, is put some fresh plugs in. Yeah. Why not? Probably pull them out. You'll go, oh my God, look how clean these are. Probably. the new two strokes are way different than... Well, that's the thing. I mean, what was it, your sled? Like a... So, it was... It was a 70... So, 79. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and mine was only early 90s. Yeah. I mean, and that thing still, like, I would chew through, you know, probably... Oh my God, probably three, four plugs in a season. Yeah. And we didn't 
ride that much. No. Like, because we, you know, when we got snow, that's all we did. But <laughs> right. We didn't get a whole lot of snow. So, I mean, yeah. the two-stroke technology has come so far. Yeah. Everything's computerized. Yeah. You know, it's, it's oil injected, fuel injected. Yeah. You know, so in theory, everything should be fine. And honestly, if I do pull it out and everything's clean, I'm yeah. not going to replace yeah. it. Just but the peace of mind. It's the peace Just of mind of doing that. Oh, somebody caught a striped bass in the oh Ocean boy. City Inlet. Oh, boy. Nice. Really? Yeah. Huh. Must have been on it's, the 90 uh, bridge. Sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Hmm. Good job, Smith Chad on Fish Brain. There you go. Shout out to you. Chad Smith. And your awesome abilities. Good to, job, bud. To catch the striper. So, so yeah, so winterizing. All I did also then was put stable in the fuel. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Especially with the new fuel. The other important piece, put it in your fuel tank before you start running the motor. So oh. that way the stable is actually in your motor. Yep. And in the lines. Because that is a good tip. I would not have thought about that. Yes. So yeah. put it in first, run your motor for a little while, get it warm, make sure everything's going, then hit the, the winterize button. All right. It's a good, good tip. Pro I've tip. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's winterizing on a, an Everwood G2. I cleaned it off pretty good, washed the whole boat off, and yeah. you know, they pop it away in the, the dry rack. and She went to sleep for the year. We'll see it in April. Yeah, good times. Yeah, so that was pretty well it. Um, but just because the boat's away doesn't mean the fishing's done. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. So, well, <laughs> technically the fishing was well done. <laughs> Fishing trips, you should say. <laughs> Adventures into the uh, blue abyss. Yeah, so last weekend I was down down at the marina and uh, a couple guys put a charter, to put, a, put a group together and we went out on the Restless Lady and uh, Captain Sean did an awesome job there. So the early on uh, in the week, I think it was Monday, uh, our good buddy Tom on yep. his first deep drop ever on a, on a hand crank rod, hand crank, 1,200 yeah. feet deep, pulled up a sword. Can you Beautiful imagine that sword. for him? Gosh. He's been practicing that since he was 12 years old. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it all paid off in the long run. But uh, no, congrats to Tom. That was awesome. And he had a group of guys out there, uh, 1,200 feet out there. I think he's around the poor man's. And uh, beautiful sword. And then he said, Tuner everywhere, tuner everywhere. So yeah, covered up sudden, with tuna. All of a sudden, boats start flying out when they could. We had some weather out there, but uh, I think the the last report on Thursday was that you know, everything still was was hitting really good. And uh, you know, so we were watching the, the weather. A couple of the guys were, a couple of the, the charter captains that still had their boats in the water, uh, watching the water Saturday night and Sunday, and we decided we're gonna go. So we ran out, and uh, we trolled. There were some guys having some luck, some big guys caught, some yellowfins caught. Um, but we unfortunately just didn't. Just couldn't find them. Couldn't, couldn't connect. Them. We did mark them. They were down like 150 feet, 200 feet. Yep. But and we were they, we were running the green stick out and just couldn't couldn't raise them up. Yeah. So that happens. It was fun. We got to find the positive. Yeah, it was good education. Yeah. I mean, it was my first time with the green stick, and they were very helpful. And you know, they took the time and they explained, "Here's what we're doing, why we're doing it. Here's how you set it up." Yeah. Um, 
Same thing with the Reagan debates. They did a great job on you know the ballot. There's nothing too fancy about it, but making sure this is taken care of or you know don't do this. Right on. Uh, so that's that was pretty helpful to just hear different perspectives, and that's a cool thing. If you have ability to get on a couple different <laughs> charters, yeah. everybody does something a little bit different, has a different theory. Absolutely. It's, it's a great education, especially if you are a boat owner and you want to do that. I mean, pay the money for that education. It was what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... The uh, fish, you have to look at it as the fish is a bonus. Right. You know, you can't go out just, hey, we're going to crush a tuna, like, and then you don't catch them and... The whole time you weren't listening, you weren't paying attention because right, you just right. want to crush a tuna. And then you get back in and you go, oh, well, that was a waste yeah, of a day. That was awful. You have to go in with an open mind and say, I'm going to learn something, you know. And even if you if you don't have a boat, yep. you know, even if you get on the, you know, the next charter you go on, if you go on again, and the way you can say, oh, yeah, I remember this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, not that you're going to tell that captain anything new probably, but yeah. you might. <laughs> No, you know, it, it, you're just a little bit more uh, conscious of what everybody's doing and, yep. and why they're doing it, and sometimes you learn something different. Absolutely. You know? oh, yeah. uh, so that was cool. And then uh, we we deep dropped with an electric reel uh, for sword, and so it was neat seeing how they rigged everything up for the drop, um, how they tied up the tie up the baits and whatnot. So that was cool. Didn't have any luck on that, but still, again. For me, it was a, a full day of education. I met eight, nine new guys, you know, yeah. just a cool way to meet, build up your uh, your contacts. Oh, you can never meet too many new people. No, and what's really No matter cool, what you do. And what, yeah. what, you know, what they really stressed, like, to take home is, you know, now you have eight new people that you went fishing with and you have contacts with. And most of them have boats that run out of the area as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, next season when you're out there, it's like, hey, give them a ring on the radio. Find out if they're going out. And if they find fish or you find fish, you help each other out to, to get them where they, you know. So, everybody wins. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, it's not a competition. It's It really is a community. Yep. It is in the truest sense. Yep. You know. If somebody's in trouble or breaks down, like... You you wanna you wanna help anybody you can and same thing like if they're not finding fish or they're, you know just running out of luck for the day you know yeah man give somebody some help there's plenty of fishing to see oh yeah plenty of fish that's that's the truth <laughs> so so yeah that was uh, Sunday's trip that was the last one restless lady is actually heading down to North Carolina for commercial oh, okay big eye bluefin uh, all tonight. right cool. Uh, cool so they're going down uh, I think this Friday. They head right. down, and Dale with Foolish Pleasures, they're heading down as well. Cool, cool. So I think everybody's going down for the the bluefin season down there. Fun times. Yeah, yeah. So there is an open invite to go down. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. tell you that earlier. <laughs> yeah, nice. So right, yeah, yeah Russell's ladies uh, threw out an open invite. That's cool. Yeah. It's a little bit of a haul, but hey, a little you know, bit, a little bit. This is a nice place though. I couldn't imagine. Like seeing a 500 pound tuna on the deck. I couldn't imagine. That would be insane. Yeah, just in insanity. That would be super cool. Yeah. Amazing. Super awesome. So, but yeah, so otherwise, 
Ocean City area is pretty well done unless you have uh, like your own smaller boat and you want to go out for stripers or well, unless you're uh, moving down. Ryan Smith over here. Oh yeah, or whatever his name was, still, still fucking nailing it, still nailing stripers uh, off the inlet there. Come so on. yeah, and then you can still surfish. Yeah, yeah. And the stripers are running. Yeah. Uh, are they running close enough inshore? Uh, that's the debate right yeah, now. Yeah. Because you only go out three miles. Right. Uh, but the inlets. Uh, I know the guys are doing pretty well in the Chesapeake Bay area. They're jigging and it's working really well. Yeah. Um, obviously, New Jersey's been doing well with striped bass. Yeah, yeah. Not, I haven't heard, sure. any, heard any reports on the Delaware Bay area. But uh, also, right now, sea bass is, is doing well. So, again, if you haven't, you know, in a smaller boat, a lot of these charter guys aren't going out for, for that. But uh, you might be able to find one. And, uh, or if you have your own boat. And you don't have to go out too far to get get some get a boatload of sea bass. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, uh, also too in the community aspect, I found myself uh, taking a trip to Brooklyn, New York last oh, yeah. weekend. Uh, planned to do a little fishing. Yeah, and I thought, man, I got uh, my wife was going to a baby shower. It was a no men baby shower, nice. and uh, I thought, hey, I'm gonna look this up. Went on Facebook, looked at the area, tried to find some spots. Went on a fluke fishing group on Facebook and just threw it out there. Said, hey, this is the area I'm gonna be in. Like anybody have spots, you know, baits, what's still running, what's available. Oh, yeah. And, um, helpful? A bunch of guys messaged me. Uh, one guy in particular named Zoe. Uh, Private messaged me was like, "Hey man, like this is a spot you want to go. Like it's you know easy parking. It's nice. Everything else. This is what they're biting on." And that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I unfortunately forgot my fishing rod oh, home because I'm a moron. Uh, <laughs> so I just got to walk around the the city for for a few hours by myself, which was still nice. But uh, it would have been nice to go. But it just goes to show you just gotta ask. Yeah, you know these complete strangers, no idea yeah. who they are. Um, but and don't let one bad apple ruin it. Like somebody you're on a forum and you ask a question expect some uh, smart Alec yep. to respond yeah. blow it off yep. just keep yeah you'll you know, find a good guy out there'll there. be plenty of people out there to help and I, I, that's what we want to do we absolutely yeah. You know? yeah so if uh, if there's any way we can point you in the right direction if you have questions that's what we're here to do heck yeah you bet so so yeah that's pretty well the end of the season for us uh i think our next podcast we're going to talk a little bit what we're doing on the off season uh up here and uh try not to go too crazy waiting for april right yeah that's a long way off but there's a lot of things that we still have to learn a lot of new things we want to learn do some research on absolutely uh so yeah we'll dive into some of that uh, on the next podcast don't forget the sticker drive going on. Send Still us, going on. Uh, an email or a Facebook message, Instagram message with your name and address. We'll mail you a free sticker. Free. How many things free. in life are free? Not many. Nah, no, nothing. Nothing. Anymore. Nothing. But this refiller it, sticker. It truly is free. It is. You don't got to do nothing. It truly is. Just send us your right. address. I mean, and, and, and all you technical folks, like literally go to your neighbor's internet, use their internet. Yeah. Then it really is free. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you, boom. So, yeah, so send us your mailing address and we'll send you a free sticker. And with that sticker, if you send us a picture on any of those social media platforms, we will enter you into a contest and, uh, to win some prizes coming up. 
Um, so the more people we get to enter, the quicker we can get some prizes yeah. together. And if you're saying, hey, I already entered, I got my sticker, I stuck it on something. Tell your friend. Well, you gotta tell your friends to get stickers and everybody you know, and your mom and your dad and yeah. your grandpa. And because the more people, we gotta get people entered before we can give the prizes away. Right. Like, right, yeah, right now, it's a 50 50 odds. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So, so we gotta get more people. Then yeah. we get the prizes entered, and yeah. Yeah. That'll be so great for everybody. Tell your friends. Yeah. And, and if you have kids, like, tell us how many kids you have. We'll send you a couple stickers. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? like, Absolutely. Let's get everybody involved. But uh, again, all of it is is to build awareness that uh, we are here. We are here to help. Uh, and we wanna promote the Mid Atlantic fishing. Uh, uh, industry and Absolutely. That's, that's both anybody still fishing in the area that is freshwater yeah you know because we are freshwater guys uh, born and bred but we uh, we love our saltwater fishing and uh, so yeah just because you're not on the coastline doesn't mean you can't participate yeah and UPA guys found this out the other day hmm. for freshwater stuff if you buy a fishing license after December I think it's first maybe third Double check that. Close enough. Uh, it counts for December and all of next year. Oh, so there's a... You get a free like, month. Like a 30-day window. There you go. So... There, yeah. There's your take-home for today, There guys. you know. Yeah. Save you a month of fishing there. You yeah. get it early and beat the crowds. Yeah. I got to get mine renewed then. Yeah. Free month. Yeah. Nothing's running. No. But... Hey, still. Still. You go ice fishing. Yeah, and we, we should. We yeah, should. And that's maybe. probably what we'll, yeah, we'll probably do some of that. But yeah, so next podcast, we'll dive into some of the things we're going to do uh, during the off season. So, all right, we'll catch you later. Bye.